And people don't want to look at life that way. They want to talk about work-life balance and being lazy and all this crap. I don't believe in any of that. I believe in if you want to win, you have to outcompete the man who's prepared to do nothing but work. People will, people will shield laziness with anything. No one wants to admit they're lazy. So they'll shield it with disbelief. Ah, that's a scam. Or I don't work hard. I work smart. Bollocks. More, more cover. For just, anything it takes to say, do you I don't want to work. Do you believe in that? Work smart or not harder? I believe in both. Yeah. But there's a time when it comes to work smart. And most people are trying to do the smart work before they do the hard work. It's kind of like talent, right? You don't notice if you're talented at something until all the hard work's done. Yep. I could be the most talented tennis player in the world, but I don't play tennis. So if I go down the tennis court, Joe Schmo's going to smoke me. I don't get to see my talent until I've worked so hard that I'm in the top 1% and now I'm beating them because I have some God-given gift. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do the hard work first. If there's no hard work, there's no smart work. So someone's going to sit there and go, I work smart, I don't work hard, so I only have to work an hour a day. If working smart gets you a lot done in an hour a day, then you should work smart for 12 hours a day and yeah. get 12 times the work done. I, I am absolutely and utterly a believer in hard work. I'm a proponent of hard work. I have all this money and all I do is work. My entire life is work. This podcast is work. I'm getting in the car. I'm going to another meeting. Work. I'm going to fuck a bitch. That's work. She's going to be on my arm at the fucking can on the, at the film festival. That's more credibility. I consider it work to fuck her. That's work. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym so I'm in good shape. Work. It's all work. My entire life is work. And people don't want to look at life that way. They want to talk about work-life balance and being lazy and all this crap. I don't believe in any of that. I believe in if you want to win, you have to outcompete the man who's prepared to do nothing but work. It's player versus player. If you're going to sit there and go, I don't want to work more than an hour a day, well, the guy who does want to work more than an hour a day is going to beat you. And no matter how smart you are, there's always a smart dude who's doing the same smart work you are for more hours than you're doing it. That's just the nature of the game. And this is why we talk about things like passive income. Passive income's a fucking scam. I'm tired of people, I'm tired of people coming to me saying, I want to make passive income. And I sit there and say, what methods of passive income would you say is a scam? It's not about, it's not about it being a scam. It's about the mentality towards it is a scam. I'm, look, everyone loves passive money, right? I make money as I sleep. Yep. I get it. You, you need to de-link your time to your money because if you're only working for money, you run out of time, you can't make enough money. I understand all those principles. My point is, if you have no money and you're coming to me saying, I want to make passive income, why are you not making active income? Get up off your ass and work first because there's no such thing as completely, truly 100% passive. You're going to have to check on it. You have to maintain it. You're going to have to find a new tenant for that property. You're going to have to make sure that DeFi crypto farm you're in doesn't go to zero. It's not a rug pull. Yeah. You're always going to have to keep an eye on it, right? But the idea that people with no money are already so concerned with making money without work is amazing to me. You should be worried about active income. If you show me, if I'm a brokey and you show me how to make $1,000 an hour, I don't sit there and go, okay, but how can I make that passive? I go, cool, I'm making $18,000 a day because I'm going to work. You don't need to worry about passive income until you have no more time. I look at passive income because I have 18 hours a day I work. When all 18 of those hours are done and my workload still isn't finished, I have to find a way to make some of those income streams passive, either via staff or whatever else. Yep. And that's how I work smart. I use all of my time. And when all my time is done, I now I have to become more efficient yep. so that I can get more done within the same time frame. To sit there and say, I don't want to use my time, so I want passive income is dumb ass. It's dumb shit. The 16-year-old making 45 grand a month. If he was to sit to me and go, I don't want to make the TikToks. I want someone else to do it, make it passive, that he wouldn't be making me money. He's just working. You have to just work. Some point you have to bite the bullet and just work. So when someone comes to me talking about passive income and they're a brokey, I'm like, you are just lazy. 
you are lazy. You will never get anywhere. Lazy people never get anywhere in life. Doesn't matter what it is. Remember, tennis or money. And another thing about people is they're quitters. I can't stand quitters. Uh, we have a thing inside Hustlers University. If someone if someone unsubscribes, I ban them. Is it? Yeah, you're not allowed you to re- you're not allowed to rejoin. Yeah. And they email me like, oh, sorry, I had a problem with my card. I want to rejoin. Da, da, da. I don't need members. I got money. I do not need your membership. I do not need you. It's not a business where we need you. You need us, right? So if you're the kind of person who's going to quit because it's hard, then fuck off. I don't even want your energy around me because quitters are the worst people on the planet. You can give a quitter absolutely everything and they will still fail. Mm. You can give it. doesn't matter what it is. If you go to Ikea and buy a flat pack fucking table and put it in front of a quitter, you will never have a table. He'll look at it and it's long and he'll quit. Quitters can have every single advantage. Quitters can have all the information. Quitters can have all the tutelage. Quitters can have uh, a mentorship. Quitters can have someone who messages them every morning. Hey, bro, let's get it. And guess what they're going to do at the end? Quit. Quit. <laughs> they ain't never going to have shit. So if you're a quitter, I don't even want you in, even inside my organization. I don't want quitters anywhere near me because you're never going to be successful. And the people who join and then quit because they had to do an hour's work are the people who come along and go, take this and say, oh, maybe it's a scam. Idiots. Peons. They will stay brokies and wages forever. Leave them there. Right? You need the people who don't quit. I don't quit. Every single facet of my life is testament to the fact that I don't quit. When people see my plane in the sky, you can you can say whatever you want about me. You can call me arrogant. You can call me anything you want, but you cannot call me a quitter. I didn't quit. So that's the difference. When it was hard, I did it anyway. That's who I've always been. And if you don't have that kind of tenacity, you're never going to be anything. So the people who come along talk about passive income, they sound like quitters. It's not like people who don't want to work. I love work. I'm ready to work. I'll dig a hole. Bro, you offer me a billion dollars right now. Give me a shovel. I'll dig a hole. I don't give a fuck. Give me the shovel. Give me the money. I will dig a hole. I'm not afraid of it. You have all the Andrew Tate motivational episodes in Spotify and much more episodes coming out. Go and check it out. Link in the description of the episode. One of the largest things that hold people back from wealth is the people around them. Not only because of the mindsets of the people around them, but also trying to find people around you who you can truly actually trust is difficult. Yeah. It's difficult, man. I'm telling you, if you get 20 people, 20 full-grown men in a room, and they can trust each other completely and nobody's out to snake anyone, even if all 20 are working normal jobs, but they pool their spare income, you will be rich. You'll be fine. The problem is finding 20 people you can trust, right? 20 people with normal jobs, even with normal jobs, you could pool your spare income. You could buy cryptocurrencies. You could buy houses. You could do whatever you want to do. And you would find a way to escape the matrix, at least maybe not to the insane levels, but you'd all be comfortable, right? By just pooling incomes. Problem is one of them 20 is going to snake you. One of them 20, his, his woman's going to leave him and he's going to get fucked over and you're going to get fucked over by, by extension. Or one of them 20, his wife will be in her ear. You're always out with them boys. You can't be with them anymore. The woman gets involved, starts messing it all up. So it's hard. The, a lot of people don't understand that the entire world, the most valuable thing on the planet today is human capital. Even the people at the very, very top echelons of life, all they care about is, is controlling people. The people who are in charge of governments and stuff, all they care about is controlling people, making sure you do what they want they want you to do. I don't want to get too political and talk about Epstein's Island and all that crap. But once you get to a certain level of money, all they want is people. People are the most important thing. You can't have a business without people. You can't have a government without people. You don't have anything without people. So I don't see why you wouldn't have the people you're born with who share blood with and just do a handshake as men and say, okay, let's not fuck each other over and let's get rich. Cause, cause now you're doubling your manpower, right? You're doubling up. So I think that I always was always close with my brother because, and he's always been close with me because we are a team and you need to have a team. And if you have a team, you stand a better chance. 
It's player versus player out here, man. It's on the street. It's not easy. For every dollar you make, for every pound you take, you took it from someone else. You don't make money. You take money. People don't understand the way that money works. You're not the Federal Reserve. You can't create money from thin air. Every single pound in your bank is money you took from someone else. And when I say take, I don't mean it in a negative way. You might have convinced them to give it to you. You might have a coffee shop. I'll give you a nice coffee. You'll give me some money. Cool. But you still took his money, yeah. right? So if you're out here trying to take stuff from other people, don't you want to have a team? You want to do it by yourself? You want to be Rambo? Because if I you mean, get two of you doing it. You get two of you. That's right. So the whole idea of this lone soldier, this Rambo, I'll do it all by myself. That's all dead, bro. You need to have a team. It's player versus player. And for the same reason, if you were out here on the street and you want to defend yourself, you want your boys around you. It's the same thing with trying to get rich. Problem is, it's trying to find, it's trying to find guys on your level. That's the hard part. This is how I thought at 18 years old. This is how I achieved so much in the short years. This is how I went from a nobody to a world-level athlete and a multimillionaire. Also, people confuse the two. Kickboxing was not boxing. I made, in, in, across my entire career in kickboxing, maybe about 700,000. I, I now have about eight or nine million. This was not made in kickboxing. This was made in other ventures. I have managed to be a world-level athlete and an extremely successful businessman at exactly the same time. Because at a very young age, when I had my prime resource of energy and power at 18, 19 years old, I understood those three tenets. I believe I can do anything. I'm pissed off I don't have the life I want. And nobody else is going to give it to me. These are three things you need to understand. If any one of these elements is missing, you'll never have the right mindset. The G mindset will never formulate if any one of these elements is missing. All three are absolutely essential. And the sooner you get your act together, the sooner you start to panic and worry and be concerned that you're 24, 25, you're not fucking rich yet. There's 24 and 25 year olds out there who got a contract for a fucking NBA or their parents or they won the lottery, who knows what. There's 24 and 25 year olds out there who are multimillionaires fucking the hot models. These Instagram girls with 3 million followers, they're getting dicked by someone and it ain't you. And that needs to piss you off. You need to get concerned, you need to get worried, you need to, shit, I'm running out of time. You need to get some urgency in your life. Put these three things together is absolutely essential. It's the beginning of the G mindset. When you have these things, three things totally done, I'll tell you what happens. I'll tell you what happened for me. So I became a sayer. So my brother used to say, you've become a sayer. And what that means is I made a pact to him that my word was unbreakable, strength and honor. And that if I said something, I meant it. So I'd wake up in the morning and I'd say to my brother, I'm doing a thousand press-ups today. Once I said it, once I spoke it, it's like, like a genie. It became true. If I said I was going to do a thousand press-ups, I'd do them. Because if I didn't do them, I'd feel guilty within myself that I was the kind of person who talks shit. Because G's don't talk shit. So the three tenets we've already learned, when you've instilled these in your mind, you don't want to be the kind of person who talks shit. So if I woke up to my brother and said, I'm doing a thousand press-ups or I'm running 20 miles today, I would do it. Because if I didn't do it, I'd feel like a dickhead. Because when you instill these mindsets, when, you're, when your mindset changes, you start to be extremely accountable for yourself. No one's coming to save you. You become extremely accountable. So when you realize that your word is one of the few things you have on this planet, if you say things, you're going to start sticking to them. So then it becomes very easy to train. You say, I'm going to train every day this week. I'm going to train for two hours a day. As soon as you set it, it's basically done. If I say something, it's basically done. It's, it's set in stone. If I say something, I'm going to do it. There's no way I'm going to say, I'm going to make, say some words and speak them into existence in this, on this planet. And then I'm going to be the kind of pussy who quits because it's too hard. If I say I'm going to do 10,000 push-ups, I'm going to do it. Because I'm the kind of person who sticks to the words he says. And this is another thing you need to understand with the G mindset. You have to be very, very specific with what you say. Because if you instill your mindset correctly, 
and you start to just say things, just start saying things. Then you hold yourself accountable. Say things you don't even think you want to do. Wake up and go up to your friend or your mom or whoever and say, you know what? I'm going to do a thousand push-ups today. Say it to people. And they're going to say, no, you're not. So watch me. And then you have a choice. You're either going to succeed like a G or you're going to be a little pussy and you're going to quit at 310 because it's hard. What kind of man are you? That's a decision you need to make. But if you're the kind of man I was, I'd say shit and I'd fucking stick to it. My brother said, you become a sayer. I used to train with my brother. He'd say, let's do 500. So let's do 2,000. He'd say, well, you've said it now, so we have to do it. I said, exactly. I said it now, so now we have to do it. There is no surrender. I, we have to do it. This is another facet of the G mindset. This is number four. You've got to start saying shit, and your word has to be iron, unbreakable. This translates across everything in life. It's not just training. It translates across everything in life, even relationships. I say to my girlfriend, stop fucking with me or you're out the house. Men say that all the time in arguments, and then they continue to argue for two hours. They'll say that, and then they'll argue. If I say that, and she continues to talk shit, I start throwing her shit out the fucking door, because I said it. And if I say something, I mean it. If I look a man in his eyes and say, I'm gonna whoop your ass, shut up, and he continues to talk, I have to kick his ass. I'm careful with what I say. If I tell him to shut up and he doesn't shut up, that's a different thing. If I say shut up or I'm gonna whoop your ass and he continues to talk, I will fuck him up. Because I'm the kind of person, if I say something, I mean what I say. I'm specific with my language and I mean every word I speak. This is another tab, this is number four. You have to start meaning every word you speak. You say to someone, I'm gonna get rich. You better fucking do it. Otherwise you're a liar. You're a liar and you're a little bitch. If you say I'm gonna put some muscle on, you better fucking do it. You say I'm gonna lift this weight, you better fucking do it. You say I'm gonna go get this girl, you better go get her. You gotta be the kind of person who says things and means them. You promise a guy you're gonna whoop his ass, you better whoop his ass. Don't be a person. 99% of the people out here talk shit. They say things they half mean or things they don't mean. If I say something, I fucking mean it. And this is number four, this is the fourth element. You've heard the first three, this is number four. Everything you say, you must mean. And once you implement that correctly, then you get the ability to motivate yourself to no end. You get unlimited motivation because all you have to do is find the energy to say it. You find the energy to say it, then you have to do it. It's literally that easy. I'd wake up in the morning and say, Tristan, we're running 20 miles today. And you'd say, oh, for fuck's sake. That's nearly a marathon. I'm like, yep, let's go. Because my takes all fucking day. I said it. And if I say something, it has to happen. This is the fourth tenet and one of the most important ones because that is the power to unlimited motivation. And that's the power to be taken seriously across all spheres of your life. Be specific with your language. I was in a restaurant the other day, some guy was arguing with his girlfriend. They were talking shit. He's like, you better be quiet. You better be quiet. He kept saying you better be, but there was no threat at the end of it. I didn't really like that. Like, if you're gonna make a threat, make a fucking threat, idiot. But my point is, he's trying to make a threat, but he has no threat at the end because it's empty and the bitch is ignoring him. All these things translate across your entire sphere. Or if you say to a girl or a guy, you better be quiet or else, and then you don't follow through, they're going to remember that shit. Even on a subconscious level, they're going to remember that shit, and your word's going to be devalued. My word has value. Literally, I can go into, let's say, the Ferrari dealership, I get my car from. I can say, I'll pay you tomorrow, and shake his hand. He'll give me the car. He knows me. I can go and get my car fixed and say, I'll be back on Monday, I've got something to sort out. He'll shake my hand. I don't lie. If I say I'll be back on Monday and I don't have money on Monday, I'll rob a bank to make sure I have money on Monday because I fucking said I'd be there to pay. It's the kind of person you need to be. So these are the first four elements to the G mindset. And when these sound like simple things, but to implement them correctly, truly and correctly, 
in your mind will change your entire view of the world. You'll start to look at everything completely differently. When you implement these four things correctly, when you say, if I say something, I'm going to do it, my word is iron will. When you say that nobody is ever coming to save me, ever. When you say that I'm pissed off, I don't have the life I want to have. And you couple that with, I believe I can do anything. If you truly believe all of these four things, it's going to change your entire view of this planet. I'll wrap up quickly with probably my most famous tweet when I had Cobra tape. They, they verified me and everything, and I spoke too much truth, so I, so I had to go. When my, from my most famous tweet is when I said depression isn't real. And I had A-list celebrities. I had the girl from Game of Thrones. I had fucking literally A-list guys. Was, who's that dude from No Country from old, for Old Men? And he was a bad guy in Bond as well. I actually quite liked him as an actor until he came for me. I was having arguments with all these people. And everyone's telling me how, how dangerous my mindset is. What is dangerous about believing that you control your own mind? Because if you implement the four things I've just told you, depression becomes, a, becomes garbage. Depression's not a thing anymore. Feeling depressed is real. You can be depressed with your situation. I just told you, number two, get depressed. That's fine. But believing you can fix it yourself is the important key. Sitting there believing that depression is some monster from the sky that strikes your brain and now you have no control over it and you must take pills every day is the absolute enemy to a G mindset. I don't give a fuck how depressing my situation. The only person who can change it is me. The only person who can change how I feel about my situation or try and affect the situation directly is me. Even if you put me in a situation I can't change, if you put me in jail and I'm depressed because I'm in jail, I still refuse to succumb to depression. I refuse to collapse mentally and give up. I will know the only person who can control my mind is me. Nobody's coming to save me. No doctor with a pill is coming to save me. Depression isn't real. Depression is a state of mind designed to motivate you to find a life that doesn't depress you any further. That's all it is. Now you have to decide, are you man enough to go and get it done or are you gonna sit around and cry? And depression, the reason I talk about depression a lot is because depression in the Western world is to cure all. It's to cure all excuse. This is what people are using. My life's shit because I'm depressed. No, you're depressed because your life is shit. It's the other way around and you're refusing to acknowledge that and you wanna sit there and live a shit life and pretend that some disease has struck you. And the reason you know that's bullshit, anyone out there who's depressed, I'll tell you something, you're not depressed, you're a coward. And the reason you're a coward is as follows. You desperately try to defend this crippling ailment you have. When I tell you depression isn't real, you message me pages and pages desperate to convince me I'm wrong, that depression is a real thing and that your life is terrible and this ailment has destroyed your life because you're desperate to defend your excuse. If depression was really terrible, you wouldn't want to defend it. If depression was really so bad and I'm telling you it's not real and I know how to fix you and if you implement a mindset like mine, you become immune to depression. If depression was so terrible, you'd listen to me and think, I need to try what this guy does. I need to do if, if he's immune to depression, it's impossible to depress him. I need to be like this man. But instead, no, you don't want to do that. You want to call me names and sit and defend this ailment because you know it's garbage. It's your excuse. It's your blanket. It's your shield. It's your excuse you get to pull out every time you look at your failure of a life. And that's why depression is absolutely and utterly not real. Drop that coward bullshit. If you're watching this and you're depressed, drop and give me 200 press-ups. Do 200 press-ups. Look in the mirror. Look in the, your eyes and tell yourself you're the fucking man and drop that garbage because you can get absolutely nowhere in your life if you believe in that crap. Depression absolutely isn't real. And you're going to say this to people and they're going to fucking go nuts at you. And they're going to call you arrogant and they're going to call you all the things they called me. But your life is going to be a life worth living. Implement the four things 
I've told you. Four important tenets of a G mindset. Understand, nobody's coming to save you. Depression isn't real. You'll change your entire worldview once these four things are implemented correctly. And then we can move on to everything else. You have all the Andrew Tate motivational episodes in Spotify and much more episodes coming out. Go and check it out. Link in the description of the episode.